Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Right now on Earwolf, it's time for another Improv for Humans holiday special. And this year, all your favorite Christmas characters are banding together to try to save Christmas from COVID-19. Check it out along with more classic Improv for Humans holiday specials re-released for the 12 days of Christmas. Happy listening. Hey, it's Jess. And Zach from Off Book, the improvised musical. We're excited to let you know that we are releasing bonus episodes exclusively on Stitcher Premium. Our exclusive content is wild and all over the place. We use some songs generated by robots on the internet. I played recorder a little bit one time. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Jess and I just getting real about everything and really... Um, if you think off book is wild, the bonus content is a new level of wild. To listen, go to stitcher.com slash premium and sign up with the code off book for a free month of listening. You'll get access to our exclusive bonus episodes. Plus, you'll be able to hear every episode of off book and other great earwolf podcasts all ad free. That's stitcherpremium.com slash premium promo code off book. Well, hi there. I didn't see you come in. Well, it's almost the end of happy Paul. I sure hope you've enjoyed it. And, you know, certainly... Some of the ways we described it and said a month, some of us agree that four episodes is a month. But but this uh, month happens to have five Tuesdays in it. So listen, this episode is going to feature our dear friend from Chicago, Nathan Jansen, was recorded live at the Chicago Podcast Festival, and we think it's a real treat. But stay tuned at the end for one final dose of happy Paul F. Days. We'll see you then. You deserve it. That's our opening song that we've never sang before, but it's true. I love it. Um, guys, welcome to Off Book, the improvised musical. Zach and Jess, that one's Jess McKenna. That one's Zach Reno. Give it up for Hunter Brown and Adam, Adam Stein on the keys and drums. Our new very good, very close friends who are good at music and magic. And many of you have seen this before. Has anyone not seen this before? Oh, 
my Hell gosh. Yeah. Thank you for trusting your friends who have asked you to come to something or scary. Or your instincts that or were your... like, let's try it. You know, like, that's so great of you to be here. Yeah, so what is this? This is an improvised musical. Everything that we're about to sing and say and do and everything that is played by this talented band over here is made up completely on the spot, never to be seen again. We couldn't do it if we tried. Thank you for coming. And normally it's um, a podcast in a studio, which is why... We'll mostly be doing like this, um, but you know, like who knows? Who knows what will happen? Who knows what the evening could bring? Um, but here's what's different for those of you who were also at our eight o'clock show. Oh my gosh! Thank you. You're, you're thank what you. What a trip! Oh gosh! Thank you, your true angels, for coming to both. Um, but this time we are gonna have a guest, and he is a friend of ours that we performed. Musical improv with in Scotland. Ever heard of it? Yeah. It's a great place to be. Uh, and it's a great inc- place to do musical improv. He's an incredible improviser, a wonderful human. We love him very much. He plays with the incredible Baby Wants Candy. Please give it up for Nathan, Nathan Jensen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> was not oh, wearing this 30 seconds ago when we left the green room. <laughs> what a I think, dream. You know, it's, a, it's a podcast. We got to give the people that are here something like visually exciting. Oh, we're not going to say what Nathan is wearing out loud. This is only for the people in the room. If you're, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast later, you're going to have to hunt down evidence. You're going to have to find what will probably be a very available Instagram post, hashtag offbookpod, to see what our friend Nathan decided to surprise us by wearing. This is a treat. This, this is a real no joke, treat. This is what I wear like every Sunday. Uh, Sans cape. I don't normally throw the cape the on. The cape is good. The Thank tiger print pants are amazing. Zach. Well... I know. The mystery is gone. Is it that? Because honestly, having said those two things, no one is picturing what you're actually wearing. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. No one is right. Whatever you think I just said, like, you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Um, Were you always a big... Like, I was a big costumes guy as a kid. I had, like, a costumes bucket. I'm I'm already sweating. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you dress up a lot as a kid? Yes, all the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, personal I, favorites. Like, I used to make my mom paint my face to be a superhero that didn't exist called Lightning Man for Halloween a lot. And that was the thing that I made her do for multiple years. And sometimes, that, sometimes she also went as, like, Lightning Man's mom, I guess. <laughs> um, she's the best. Uh, but do you have any, like, favorites? Uh, yeah, the, f- the first one in, in my house... Um Hubba hubba meant naked. That was our word for naked. <laughs> Whoa! Your hubba hubba. Can you can you use it in a sentence, please? Uh, get out of here! Your hubba hubba. <laughs> wait 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 wait! But that must be really confusing for like identifying your sexuality. That hubba hubba is what we what most of us say when someone's attractive, and your family was like, leave. You're naked, and we don't like that. <laughs> You're too sexy, my naked son. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of this room. I Although, was a sexy I, baby. That was very sexy. I will say, hubba, I don't hubba. think... Yeah, but also, like, how many, <laughs> how many people are using the phrase hubba hubba in earnest? Me. All right. I, I did not realize that it was not a super popular saying. I mean, we said, like, we would say, like, oh, naked baby, you know, like, if, if like, a little one was going there. You don't there. say, like, ooh, what hubba, a sexy ooh, hubba hubba. <laughs> hubba hubba is, like, a yeah. cartoon. Like, that's what people say about, like, 
Betty yeah. Boop. Like yeah. people are like, whoop, heady, hubba, yeah. hubba, hubba. When their eyes come out of Eyes their come out, tongue goes out. You know, like they don't say, you're a naked son, please get in the shower. <laughs> But sorry, okay, Hubba Hubba is what you said in your house. Oh, yeah, so my, my first, uh, like, dress-up character was Super Hubba Ralph, um, <laughs> which was me with ski goggles and a towel uh, as a cape, uh, and that was it. That was the whole costume. <laughs> and I, I, I mean, <laughs> the file oh over there. Super Hubba, Hubba Ralph. Ralph. Yep. Question. Powers? Abilities? <laughs> Flight? Okay. Uh, and the ability to make guests uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my gosh. We, we cut to a, a dinner party. I don't know how to, sweetheart, I don't know how to get everyone to leave. I've put on the coffee. I've said like, ooh, we have a big day tomorrow. Wait, wait, Nobody wait, 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 is wait. leaving our living room. I think I have an idea. Um, hey, Ralph, could you come here for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? Hey, um, you know we love you. You're our son. We've got a problem. You're the only one that can fix it. Will you get naked and run around? We need you to be super hubba Ralph right now. Super, super hubba hubba Ralph right now. You be super hub around. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I will totally pass this test. Yeah, I will get down to my very best dress. Although I gotta be honest, I hope this isn't a reach. Some of those people in there, well, their kids I teach. Sure. Sure. Okay. Wow, this used yeah. to be easier when he was a child. Yes. As our, as our, okay. Yes. You're an adult now. That's plain to see. Yeah. But I don't think that means you can't help us with this problem, you see. Let's just disguise your face. Put goggles on there, and they won't be out of place. We need Eat Super Hubba Ralph right now. We need Super Hubba Ralph right now. And with goggles, they won't know who you are, no way and no how. We need Super Hubba Ralph right now. Or could you also take the feeling of being nude and help them to realize that they're being rude? Can you internalize how to make people uncomfortable without getting naked? Can you do that so? Oh, yeah, I can make it awkward as hell Great. because I have a very unique smell. And I'm sorry, I must be bold. I should now inform you I am 70 years old. Sure, could be super smelly Ralph right now. I'm old now. You be super smelly Ralph right now. You're 70, we're 90. Honestly, wow. Super smelly Ralph right now. I'm taking everything off. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was like so weird because, first of all, I'm like 
okay, these nine-year-olds throw, like, a amazing party. Yeah. And I was having, like, such a good time, actually. Uh-huh. And then their 70-year-old son, <laughs> he comes out, but he's, like, shirtless, and he's taking his shoes and socks off, and he's like, it's not weird. I am not fully nude. I'm basically in long pants bathing suit mode. Sh- Shireen, you go to the wildest events. Well, and here's, like, what I'm really struggling with is, like, wait, why'd they want us to leave? Well, Shireen, how long had you been at the party for? Seven hours. <laughs> I mean, That's a long party yeah well, is it like okay so it's kind of long for a dinner party but like this is a dinner party that like transitioned into a game night that transitioned into a dance party that transitioned into people being in a hot tub that transitioned back to a dinner party so i was like you did du- you did double dinners double well i mean like the uh, the like accoutrement of a dinner party oh surely oh, surely yeah. surely well, that's less fun. than two hours per party so that's a normal amount thank you so much. Were you doing anything that made them want to like evict you, Cherie? Okay, well, I was like talking a lot about myself and I kept like asking them how much things around their house cost. But I don't... That, okay. That's just what you do. I was just like, I need to know how much this vase was because like, is this an heirloom or is this some Pier 1 stuff? I cannot conceive of a vase that wouldn't make me immediately so curious as to how much it costs. Okay, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. What is a vase? Okay. Okay, so you know what bucket? Yes. Shrink the top. Okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) And now, I mean, there's a lot more to it than just that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's like, do you know, do you know, like an urn? I've seen them in okay. movies. Okay, that, but not though. Okay. And like, well, a vase, a vase, a vase. You want to put that bouquet right in a nice vase It's not a vase that is too commonplace No, not for my visage I must only use a vase Now picture a flute to have some champagne But the bottom's much fatter But it isn't insane And also it's not for champagne It is for plants and sometimes nothing at all A vase, a vase, a vase picture a flute and I accidentally pictured an actual flute and then I tried to follow what you said but the flute player just ended up dead okay now take that flute but then bring them back to life and make it have a curvy shape like a nice wife take off all the keys squish it at one end and now you have yourself a vase my friend a vase a vase what is 
people don't like being around? No! Okay. Shireen, no. You know what? What? You should go back to that house right now. You're yes. right. You should go back to that house. What did you say of that 90-year-old couple and their 70-year-old son who lives with them? I'm not sure if he lives with them. Maybe he does. Shireen, how do you know these this not, How do you know these people? I don't know anything about them. I just know they throw wonderful parties and have a vase that you need to know the price of. Quick, okay. quick question. Yes? Were you talking about a vase? No, no, a vase. A oh, okay, all right. Didn't you hear? It's too fancy to be a vase. A vase is too commonplace. No, for my visage, I need a vase. Okay. Yeah. I, I missed that know. part. No, it's okay. Just like <laughs> Roberta. It's called active listening. Ever heard of it? The bird in my pocket was making a sound. <laughs> oh. Well, oh, please, do, sorry, we haven't do, had an update on your pocket bird in forever. Please, uh, please bring out that canary. Oh, yes, his name is Devin, and I found him in a canary shop. I he was a, a stray in the canary shop. Every other bird was caged, I, but I, he was free. Oh. And you're sure he was, hmm, he like escaped. Now, are you sure he's not like from a coal mine? And they're all trapped? Well, Shireen, all of the birds, all of the birds in the canary shop, they exist for the coal mine. That's who buys the canaries. It's right next to the coal mine. Except for this one, which is a weird place to put it, because if something goes wrong at the coal mine, the entire stock of canaries will be gone. Yeah. They're the real victims of tragedy. Is there a, is there a bird that warns when something bad happens to a canary? Yes. A crow. Yes, a crow. A crow is a harbinger of death for, for canaries. canaries. Yes. And now, if, now, yes, I know what you're going. A raven. Yes, is a harbinger of death for, for a crow. crow. And weirdly, a peacock is the harbinger of death for a raven. And peacocks do not die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're That's immortal. Right. The phoenix is based right. on yes. the myth of the real immortal bird, the, the peacock. peacock. The peacock. Well, it's so funny that you should say all this because that does sort of answer the question of where I met the fabulous couple, the Ethertons. In a mine? No, actually. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> on, a, on a telephone wire with a crow? What? On a telephone wire with a crow? No, not that either. In Did a peacock run? sanctuary? You're getting closer. <laughs> um, in a mine? Did you say that one already? I don't use active listening on myself. Here's where I met them. Here's where I met them. Okay, we were all at the Costco, and... <laughs> First of all, you. <laughs> um, uh, please don't do that, Doris. Please don't do that, okay? I can't stand for a bulk store. <laughs> Doris, here's the thing. Certain things you want in bulk and certain things you do not. But you can't have no option for bulk, then where would we be? Well, but the, I hold the very notion of bulk implies that I somehow will need more of one thing. As if I Doris, want... you're so small-minded. There aren't just bulk foods there. It's where I buy my toilet paper. <laughs> For... Toilet paper never expires. Shireen, that's so true. Except that you know it does. What? Toilet paper expire. <gasps> yes. Wait. I have some vegan toilet paper and it expires every week. Well, 
what does it mean to expire as toilet paper? My, I never heard of such a thing. My God, have you been using expired toilet paper oh. on your rump and front? Mangled. Because... <laughs> and that is how we women talk. <laughs> oh, my. How are you... keeping your front these bathing suit seasons. <laughs> For I find that I like to prune only exactly where I must. That's I like to speak. keep a tidy front. Yeah, well, sure. It is the porch of your bottom half. <laughs> anyway, where did you meet this 90-year-old couple? We'll talk about the fact that you've been using expired paper later. Well, we were at the Costco, and we were both seeking a sample for a cheese spread on a cracker that also had some quince paste. When I said, my, what a lovely spread. And the wife of the other tin couple said that at the exact same time, and we had a good laugh. And do you know what our laugh sounded like? Like The call of the immortal Picard. One of my favorite sounds. Truly, is there a more elegant and noble bird? Everything about it screams yes. of elegance. Doris, would you like more limoncello? Yes, please. A little vodka and a lemony drink Makes me think the thing that I always think You're never talking but a more lustrous bird than when you're talking peacocks. Every bit about them is feathery, opulence, incredible biz. And every time I see one, I'm just thinking, gee whiz. You're talking peacocks. I like how the back feathers look like they are eyeballs. That's the thing that I like about them. Before I see them, they call and I answer the call because Talk about a peacock. You're talking peacocks. You're talking the walk and I'm talking a peacock. I wanna stop and a cock at a peacock. I'll never stop talking peacocks. Well, I love peacocks, they're always having a ball, and though those birds, why they have quite a gall, and I love how their tail always looks like a wall, we're talking peacocks. And that is quite true, I'm glad you said it now, not later, the back of all those birds looks like an opulent wallpaper, the kind of thing I'd see in a house of a prince, and I've been talking peacocks ever since. But honestly, you know what? What? It's what? not even of all of the birds that foretell warnings. It's not even the only one that's very, very good. What do you mean? Well, let me tell you something that you just might not know. A feathery corvid is also called a crow. And sometimes it's a raven, I forget which is a corvid, and it doesn't really matter. I'm saying raven. I'm just saying ravens. And if I could just take your thought a little bit further, whenever they flock together, it's called a murder. A murder of crows. Oh, here comes 
you know crows. You know crows. And they bring the death, and it might be scary, but actually tell us about the Devon Canary. Well, a canary, this I do know that a canary is afraid of a crow because a crow means death so they say oh no every time that canary well when it sees a crow and i don't mean to reiterate but i'd be misbehaving if i did not point out the crow's afraid of the raven and the raven if he is misbehaving he'll stop when he sees a peacock we're We're talking talking peacocks we're talking peacocks I'm fabulous. I don't know. Would you like more lemon chill? We have two options. Okay. We could go back to their, that house and demand answers. Yes. Would you please come with me, my two dear friends, and say, here's our friend Shireen. We like her very much. How dare you kick her out after seven hours in your domicile? Who? Me, I'm, Doris. You, I'm Roberta. curious about the other option. Oh, what's the other option? We could stay here and drink more limoncello. Oh, to be frivolous old women. <laughs> but not as old as they. Not as old as them. And we are a ripe 67 years old. Huh. Well, I say let's go back to the party and give them a piece of our mind. Wait, is the party still going? I if it assume. is, I've been played a terrible trick. <laughs> sure, let's head back there now. Everyone into my Honda Accord. Such a sensible car. I like it very much. You have a sensible ride, and I've been using expired toilet paper on my behind and my porch. <laughs> I guess we're all more interesting than you might first think. Huh. I've got a bird in my pocket. <laughs> Something we rather glossed over. How is that bird? I was meaning to ask. Oh, it passed away when we were talking about oh, crows. Oh, oh, just now. Wait. Yes, it had we, a heart attack. If that bird died, where is the crow? Well, I guess it could also mean that there's a terrible gas leak in this house. Or it could mean that you kept a bird in your pocket and it died from being inside a pocket. Wait, but perhaps there is... A- do they die from the gas leak, or do they go, tweet, 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 here comes gas? No. No, they die from the gas leak. Oh! Yes, they, they pass Well, away. that's very sad. So- Why do we let them do that? Sorry. Sorry to be a bummer. <laughs> but the canary in the coal mine is not a fun gas alarm. It's what we've decided was an expendable creature that could save the lives well, of humans. Well, that's terrible. Well, is it more terrible than eating chicken, Shireen? Because the chicken dies and none of us were even saved from gas. Oh, Doris, that, you make an excellent point. And you also have me thinking, are we three so-and-so's just going to muse for an hour? Well, I was going to say... We should be going to that party, but not before we throw a funeral for this bird. I'll be... (laughs) 
I'll be damned if I leave a bird unburied, its soul unascended to the great beyond. And you must give last rites to a bird. And as everyone knows, when you give last rites to a bird, you do it Viking style. Yes. They put, yes. It, they put it in a tiny boat, yes. put that boat into a bird bath, and shoot a tiny fiery arrow into it. That's well, right. I do have a tiny boat on me. Well, of course you do, Well, of Doris. course you do, yes. Roberta. You're a prepared bird owner. Well, I, I got some very fancy keys, and they came in this tiny boat. Ooh, ooh, Roberta, where did you get them? I got them from Ace Hardware. Oh, oh! Did you make copies while you were there? Because one time I made a copy at Ace Hardware, put it in my lockbox, left someone else, was taking care of my cat. They were going to show up, open the lockbox, and feed the cat. Do you know what? That key did not that work. That key did not work. Turns out those machines need to be serviced regularly, and like half the time, they don't work. Always check the keys you make at a Home Depot or an Ace Hardware. Because half the time, they do not work, and then you'll be, on, you'll be in Boca Raton with, your, with a certain so-and-so I won't name my name. Name, name, name. name. It's Cary Grant's grandson. You, you finally landed Reginald Grant. Reginald Grant. I sure did. And we had a lovely time in Boca Raton. Tell us, tell <laughs> my, us. My back and my board. <laughs> well, hold on, I'd love to tell you about it, but again, not before, mm, I guess the bird funeral can wait. Oh, please. Return. I was getting it on with the young, young, young Mr. Grant. How young is Mr. Grant? Well, in Boca Raton, whilst getting it on, his exact age never exactly came up. <laughs> He was big and so strong in Boca Raton. He had muscles for days. I did not ask his age. I assumed 21. Oh my word. As he lay in the sun, I thought, oh, this is fun for just one day, but you are young and we have nothing to talk about. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, I guess in Boca Raton, in Boca Raton, in the heat of the sun, it made me think, oh, 21, you're just so very, very young, you'll have nothing to say, oh, but your hair is so great. And it's not even all 21-year-olds, just specifically this one. Does that make sense? What are you looking up on your phone? How old is Reginald Grant? I forgive me, but I shan't be the one to burst your bubble about your little devious trouble. He's 74. No. He's 74. And Surely he's actually not. the twin of Cary Grant. I mean, the son of Cary Grant. No. You see, he's so very young. I don't think so, love. I am so sure. I'm not so sure. He had the lustrous gray hair of a very young man. And his skin was so tan. And I 
had to run and rally his very nice skin with lots of creases and folds like a valley. You know, and he knew lots of things. Hip things like 21. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ten-year-olds know, like all of the best jazz music, and places to buy loose-fitting clothes. He was so great. We had dinner three hours before eight, like every young person in the world. Okay, sure. And also, we were getting it on and we played a very young person's game I think you might like. It's called Fortnite, and the way you play Fortnite is you take a nap for days and days and days. In Boca If you think you may be depressed or you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious, BetterHelp Online Counseling offers licensed professional therapists who are trained to listen and to help for anxiety or difficulty in achieving your goals, anger, self-esteem, and more. It's simple. You fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then get matched with a counselor in under 48 hours. Then you can easily schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus exchange unlimited messages to communicate with your therapist at your convenience. Everything you share is confidential and you can request a new therapist at any time at no additional charge. Join the 1 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced BetterHelp counselor. It is such a stressful time right now and mental health is so important. Yes, please value your mental health. It's so important. Get involved in feeling better. BetterHelp is an affordable option that our listeners get 10% off your first month with a discount code OFFBOOK. Get started today at betterhelp.com slash OFFBOOK. Well, 
Whatever you need, honestly. I think that sounds lovely. Now, who has, like, a dirge to sing about this bird? Oh, yes, we must not forget we have to give a funeral for this bird. Yes, a traditional Viking funeral for this canary. Well, I should have asked. But first, have you guys ever had to put up... (laughs) Have we what? Have you guys ever had to put up a retaining wall? Don't get me started. But I must. Do you mean for a flood? Oh, I mean just I wanted to do a little bit of a of a, a tiered garden in our backyard. Weren't you trying to go towards zeroscaping? I was trying to move towards zeroscaping, very popular form of gardening in a drought area. Right. Maybe the kind of thing you would know about in California and less about where in Chicago like, where there's moisture. Ze- <laughs> sure. Where they're like, please zeroscape, we'll give you money. We'll give We're you begging money. you, stop having front lawns. You know where they have front lawns, and you know where my front, front lawn, lawn had a good time. Boca Raton front lawn. Okay. I'm bad. I'm sorry. I've had too no, much lemon shower. No, you're very bad. You're very bad. I was trying to get into a fair amount of zeroscaping and put out a bunch of succulents in a tiered garden with maybe some even water-resistant herbs that I could use in my cooking. You know I love Ina Garden. But I... Actually, can we talk about Ina Garden for a second? We can, but I won't be distracted one second more for the thing that started this whole conversation at the very beginning when you said you were upset that we hadn't had a funeral for this bird. No. That's what we started talking about. No, we started talking about the party I went to and why did they kick me out? Oh, that's right. I totally forgotten about the party. But here's the thing. Ina and Jeffrey... I just love their love, and at first I thought, this is not for me, it's so performative. Why do they make sure I know that Jeffrey gets to have the cookies later? But then I thought, shut up, Shireen, it's glorious. They live in the Hamptons. She's wearing a very stiff denim shirt. Mm -hmm. My apologies, what are we talking about? (laughs) Roberta, I'm so glad you asked. You know... Fame Food Network star, Ina Garden, who has the show Barefoot Contessa. She lives in the Hamptons with her husband, Jeffrey. And they're a fab... If you need someone to be asked... If you're a couple and you're like, you know what? I am not a couple. I know. And I'm sorry. I'm also not a couple. I'm one woman. I'm also one woman. And I can't be carried down to the young, young grandson of Cary Grant just because his muscles are taut and he naps all day. Well... Maybe people don't know enough about Ina Garden for me to talk about her more. I I mean, you certainly can. We may not be able to offer you the support one might like. Oh, that's all right. All we did in that last thing was say Boca Raton. Fair. How about this? You talk about Ina Garden. We'll learn about it, and we'll ask questions, and then we'll, we'll know more by the end. Great. So here's what I know. She lives in the Hamptons, and she's always teaching you how to have fun parties, but part of her party planning will be like, and then you go to your good friend, the artisanal baker, you all have one of those, and you buy a fabulous, specific olive loaf. You can only get this olive loaf in the Hamptons with the baker who is my very good friend, but you can all do this, I'm in a garden. She'll go back to her fabulous home And through her extensive garden She'll walk and she'll roam And she'll cut her own fresh tarragon She'll say, you can surely do this You have tarragon, I'm Ina Garden Oh, I just remembered I do know something about Ina Garden Oh, sure Yes, 
She's on the TV set and you love her a lot Her and her identical twin brother And they show people a house that they cannot afford But then they show you another And they say, we can get you into this house If you remodel it and you flip it And one of their name is Silver is her last name Ina Garden Silver Property Brothers HGTV and I'm speaking of Food Network when I am speaking of me. Watching Ina Garden and her husband Jeffrey, they played tennis when they were younger. And every year on their anniversary, she makes him the same brownies wet she used to woo. He back when they were young, she sent him brownies. She's Ina Garden. She's Ina Garden. Property Brothers. All right, I think I know something about Barefoot Contessa. She's on TV and she goes on adventures with a little dog. And the dog has a little black spot on its eye. Yes. There's a whole group of kids and they explore and solve murders yes. and mysteries. And sometimes they put their eyes on tailpipes. They get a little black ring around their eye. And one of them has a little head okay. that sticks up. And another one has freckles and she is a lady. And it's in black and white and it's very old. The way that is the little at her house for luminaries and artists and she shows you how to do simple things but also to do things that are the hardest like you know that store you have in your neighborhood that only sells jams of course go and get that jam jam just like I can cause yeah. I'm in a the last bit of the episode to kind of sneak a bite and you think wow that seems so nice and she says Jeffrey the ice cream's for later but you can tell she loves it because he values her so much that's Ina Garden if only I could be more like like hearing about the little rascals even though for a very long time I was like wishbone <laughs> wait and then I was like certainly not scooby-doo and then I was like thank you yes little rascals. The thing on the head made sense to that me that really sent it home for is me is that the one where exhibit shows up and he makes your car better <laughs> pimp my ride yes oh that's what that is she's barefoot right no, that's what's very funny. Well, actually, you never see her feet. So she, so could, she be. could be barefoot. She could be barefoot. She does so many... You, she does oh. adorable things, and she's a great follow on Instagram. You know, being barefoot is a very 
fun kind of get back to our roots as human things. I just remembered we need to give a Viking funeral to this bird. Oh, but wait, now you've reminded me of something else. Yes? I'm not going to say it. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking of the only person I know who doesn't wear shoes. And that's John McClane. Wait, is that the very, very brave American man who saved us all from that very real German in that bank building? Yes, we thought they were terrorists, but it turns out it was just a robbery. Well, you know what? I'm so happy for him. Now that he's done that, I'm sure he will never have to do any brave adventures ever again. One can only be in the wrong place at the wrong time once. Right. I do love, I do love thinking about how hard he worked for us. He right? Worked, he worked hard. Yes, for his money. <laughs> I'm so happy he didn't die. Yes. No, he worked too hard to die. But this bird did. Oh, we must give this bird a funeral. But first... Yes. Roberta. Yes. Do you why wanna... were you thinking of him? Because of the bare feet. Because of the bare feet. And what do you think about him? I think he's a true American hero. Mm. A man willing to risk it all for a group of 80s business people <laughs> that he didn't know at all. For Mr. Takagi, for Harley, for Ellis, who got shot drinking a Coke. John McClane blew up half a building, yo. That man, he is no joke. He stole all that C4 from that guy in that sweatsuit who wears a gray sweatsuit to take over a building. But he got it and then he blew shit up. Yeah, he did it because he was willing. He died hard. He died hard. Though he hardly died. And afterwards he was fine He didn't die hard He didn't die hard He didn't die hard Now he filled Hans with all sorts of dread And Carl was mad when he found out his brother was dead And so he did all he could to take down those terrorists and he sent that body in the elevator and rode on the sweatshirt. Ha, ho, ho. He has a machine gun so he can do everything to blow, blow, blow those terrorists Person, I can still see them if I try. He didn't die hard. He hardly died. And the whole time he was.
was under a barrage And our guy was chilling down in the garage He could not get out So he just jammed on the radio And then he heard the terrorists talking And he left home And then that cop showed up with his tweakies And he got shot at And he fell down on his knees Crying for backup now And then the reporter came And then Holly hit the reporter right in his face And the vibe of that party when you left, I assume. Oh, thank you for assuming I can carry a vibe. Do you know what that made me think of? A vibraphone? What? A vibraphone. A vibraphone. The most fun instrument I've ever played, I'll tell you. It's got its own vibe. Wait, what is it? Okay, picture a bucket. Wait, okay. Yes, yes, I've got it now. Okay, that's all you need? I mean, it's not a bucket. If you're picturing a bucket, you're wrong. No, I'm not picturing a bucket. Yes. I'm picturing the feeling I get when I look at a vase and then I remember, oh, I know what a vibraphone is. There you go. Yes. Memory's a funny thing, isn't it? It is. It is. It's like a flittering of a bird. Oh, Uh, the bird. bird. We need to give a funeral. Oh, I'll start. It wasn't my bird, but I'll talk first. Yes, that seems appropriate. That's the way Viking funerals went. You build up the to the... You build, you build the up to the least. Yes. Well, you don't Sorry. want... If you spoke first, then you would say lovely... Tar- Does this bird have a name, by the way? Devin. Devin. Active, listening. Ah. <laughs> the acoustics in this room no, are sometimes cavernous. Well, and here's the thing. We chose to sit in a line on our porch, you know? <laughs> we didn't gather around a table. I have a line on my porch. Okay. <laughs> I, I also do, but I'm talking about cocaine and my actual oh. porch. Wait, really? Yes, the young Mr. Grant is quite addicted to drugs. Wait, well, that's terrible. I agree. I didn't say I liked that I had a line on my porch. He just lays it out, comes out in the morning, does cocaine. I come out and shout at him, you don't live here, you young hooligan. Get off of my porch. That's the riskiest place to keep a line as it's liable to blow away. He's just so young and full of careless energy. Oh. I'm sorry, I've distracted the conversation from the line on your porch. It's just a tasteful landing strip. I'm concerned that you're dating a skeleton. Yes, 
We're both concerned you're dating an old skeleton. He's not. You, you did say that his muscles were hard as bone. He doesn't do... Listen, just because he hasn't spoken or moved in the last 15 years does not mean he's a skeleton. That's oh, rude of you to assume I'm that just sorry. because someone is looks like something from the ride of the Pirates of the Caribbean that they're a skeleton. Okay, which part of the ride? The part with the young, hot man. The new version or the old version of the ride? The... Well, it's been so long since I've been there. Oh, the only one that the I know. Well, they, they recently remodeled it, so now Did they are... add a problematic figure into it? Well, it's maybe... Jack Sparrow himself problematic. I suppose not, as long as any pirate but is But the not. visage of one Johnny Depp is Visage Vaz the Bird. Oh. <laughs> yes, I will say some words for Devin. Yes, please. Devin, I didn't know you well. I didn't but know- I do also need to tell you, I'm so sorry, that before they remodeled it to include the character of Jack Sparrow, there also was another remodel they did because they used to have men chasing women to do pirate things. Yes. And now... I believe they put... Um, they now have the men chasing the women because they're holding pies. Would you, or, would you like to know... Or, so, or there is another one where they have switched the order where the, a woman is chasing a man with, with a, a rolling pin. pin. A rolling pin, that's right. A rolling pin or a frying pan? Truly, who could know? To make him uh, a... I have, I have, tomato, to, tomato. To make, I've never cooked. Huh, tomato, tomato, cooking, buckets, vase, the, the bird. bird. But sorry, I must stop for one second because did you know one truly ghastly thing about the Pirates of the Caribbean? Tell me, please. Now, you might know this if you're a California local, but it's rather close to the, the University of California, Irvine, also known as UC Irvine Go Anteaters. <laughs> Now, they, in the original construction of the ride, had a bunch of skeletons in there and a lot of bones, which were taken from the UC Irvine Medical School without the consent of the people whose bones they were. There were actual bones in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride for years. And you know, Doris, I love that you've said this, but I'd like to tell a bone anecdote that's more appropriate for the place that we're in. Would you please? Is Del Close's skull used in Hamlet at the Goodman? We'll never know. <laughs> I should certainly hope If you're going to talk about bones, you better be specific to where you are. I have a very specific bone ride anecdote as well. Tell us, Roberta. There is a whore-themed house on Coney Island. Did you say whore or horror? Horror. horror. Oh. I have trouble with multiple R's I've in a row. I've been to a whore-themed Who house doesn't? on Coney Island. I can't go to Mexico. <laughs> now... In this ride, ages ago, there was an actual skeleton. That skeleton, this is for real, belonged to an old mummified outlaw from the Wild West. Billy the Kid? No, uh, someone you don't know. Cactus Jack? (laughs) Doc Holliday? I mean, let's be real. You're making an assumption, but the truth of the matter is... We know every single cowboy, every single one. Where have all the cowboys gone? They're in my brain, son. If he's ridden on a horse or had a six-shooter at his belt, you better know that's a cowboy that we know and a cowboy that we have felt. We've known every cowboy. Sexually, we've known every cowboy. Sexually, 
porches and see. We've known every cowboy and we mean sexually. When we say giddy up little doggies, we're talking about sheep. And then we round up the sheep and go back to my house and have sex before we sleep. We and know. when we say there's only room for one of us in this town, we mean because we'd rather be in a bed instead of a town so we can fool around. And when we say ten paces and then we draw, we mean walk ten paces, turn around, shoot a man to death and then sleep with the cowboy. We know every cowboy. Sexually, we know every cowboy. Sexually. Well, I'd like to put your knowledge to the test. Do okay. you know why it burp from Fievel Goes West? And I know you might think that I am cheating because he's an animated dog. We've known that animated dog. Sexually. We've known that animated dog. Yes. just went by. How apropos. Wait, where have all the cowboys gone? Wait, a different cowboy song, Dixie Chicks, Chicks First. Oh. We need to do the first thing we set out cowboy, to do. Cowboy, take me away. I got there. Cowboy, take you away. You were taken away from that party you were supposed to go Why to. Why wasn't I at that party forever? They say nonagenarians throw the best shindigs. It's true. I loved every moment of it. It was the type of party where sometimes I stopped to take a mental photograph and I thought, save these in your mind, Shireen, for this is a night for the ages. And then the next thing I knew, a man was putting his foot in my face saying, don't I smell? Get out of here. Normally you have to pay extra for that. That seems exceptionally rude. Was this during the first dinner, the second dinner, the dance party, the game night, or the other thing? Pretty good active listening. During the other thing, I got distracted because that's when the bird was dying. The bird. Oh, Devin the bird. We need to make an order to do the things we need to do. Yes, one, a checklist. One, and the most important, you need to finish that anecdote about what cowboy you were talking yes. about. <laughs> yes, please tell us Three, that cowboy. sorry, two. Two. The second least important. We're going in descending, or yes. just in the order that they came up. Wait, we the need... second what? Hmm? Hmm? I don't want to put a level of importance. About... One. Singular sensation. Every little step she takes. Listen, we need to... One, cowboy anecdote. Yes. Two. Second, start of the right and straight on till morning. Shireen, I am starting to get an inkling as to maybe my you were asked to leave this party. You are a fantastic conversationalist. Everything you say is so interesting. But I wonder if they maybe set out to say one thing and got distracted because of how interesting you are. I'm trying to frame this in the most positive way. And you've done a wonderful job, and yet the criticism still stings. For I know what you truly mean. I make things about things that they are not. 
Well, no. I yes. think you just fall. No. Yes. No. Yes. We've, Shireen, yes. every single one of us is guilty of tangents, except for perhaps Roberta has done it not as much as perhaps the other two of us. <laughs> yes. I'm terrible at tangents. I failed algebra. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Roberta. Now all I want to talk about is trigonometry. Don't get me started on trigonometry. I won't. The bird. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I finally do feel that you have solved the ultimate problem of why I was asked to leave. For people need to sleep, especially when they're 90 years old, and I shouldn't begrudge them Or 21. 21-year-olds sleep an awful lot, and their bones sort of splay about the bed. Oh, Doris. Sometimes their heads at one name, their necks at the other, and their ribcage all a hither splither in between. No, you have told me why I was asked to leave that party. But there's only two things that remain. Who's that cowboy? Oh, well, that cowboy. I honestly do not recall oh, the name. Oh, good. Mission but accomplished. Now the wait, bird. Wait, there's more to the story. There's oh. more. You thought that was all. I did. But when that skeleton dropped... Ages ago, in the early 70s, a young boy saw that, was terrified. And then later, when he was working for a toy company, he used it as the inspiration for Skeletor. That is a true story. Skeletor, Skeletor. as in He-Man, Masters of the Universe, Yes, Skeletor? think of him as the Hans Gruber of He-Man. Do you, do you know Skeletor? I mean, wait, I'm picturing what I feel like when I look at a vase. Yes, I know Skeletor. Okay, good. Good, we've done, we did one thing. We did the thing. What and the... I know why I was asked to leave that party, so it really is just about saying goodbye to this bird. And getting you back to that party for an apology. I don't care what the reason was. It's rude to ask someone to leave your house when they've been there for seven hours. <laughs> That's As... common law. You live there now. <laughs> hmm, is I'm... it? Yes, and we should march up to that place just as soon as we throw a funeral for this bird. So let's do it quick and dirty. Sorry. No, I honestly barely knew this bird. (laughs) Devin, you were a bird or whatever. I assume you could fly. It seems like as far as birds go, you were pretty okay of a guy. By guy, I mean bird. Because you are a bird. Goodbye, Devin. Shireen, your turn. Oh, Devin the bird, you seem like a nice fellow. And something I noticed is that you are yellow. Yellow is the color of your feathers. And we were so briefly together. But hey, so whatever. Devin, you are now dead like a man who never died. But you tried and we sat here. Goodbye, Devin. Goodbye, Devin. I went into that canary store I was looking for birds But seeking so much more And then I saw that bird And that bird saw me It was the only bird that was totally free And so I said, Devin, get in my pocket He flew at me like a rocket And yes, I'm sorry if this story is boring But this all happened just this morning Goodbye, Devin, Devin. Knew ye dead. 
bird And also, even if you could know a bird I didn't realize you got it so recently Also, when you at that time said free I was like flying around or cost nothing Both because I stole that bird Okay, either way, guys, stole Devin This tiny arrow into this boat to send you to Viking heaven. heaven. Goodbye, Devin. Goodbye. Oh, do you see what I see? Valhalla? Yes, wait. A crow flew away when we set him on fire. Then the crow fell and fell into the pyre, followed by a raven. That fire got big, it was so much grave. And then a peacock walking towards us. If I saw Valhalla and you saw Valhalla, there's one thing we can trust. We've been dead this whole time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just like Bruce Willis, we're dead this whole time. at all you I died at the, the party you and I and I have been dead, dead this whole time thank you Porch song, the musical. That that was actually an early draft of Waiting for Godot, the musical. <laughs> we changed it to Porch Song Trilogy. Uh, but as you know, you just did see a fully realized production. You saw that porch set. <laughs> and we'd like to invite out the entire cast and crew, all of the writers, the choreographers who did Here nothing. Here they come. Yes, give a round of applause. All the actors and directors. And this show... Now, of course, people on that porch that so time, but uh, if you saw the incredible job they did moving in all those Western sets and those die-hard sets and all those things. Um, so right now we're going to do uh, what's called a talkback, which means if anyone has questions for anyone in the production, they can just come up. Yes, this line-up right here, but this microphone, we have time for a couple of them. You can ask a question to any of the actors, the directors, the writers. Um, and uh, yes, we'd love to hear from a few of you. So if you're, if you're feeling brave and want to ask questions, please come up. Thank you so much. We have time for about this many. Yes, thank you. Uh, who's your question for? Uh, hi there. Um, yes. Oh, where's my question? Uh, hang on. Uh, <laughs> so many notepads. Hang on. Uh, hang on. Hey, oh, hang yes. On. Oh, oh, okay, you seem here. incredibly familiar. Do you have Wait. any relatives? Uh, I, I have a couple here and there. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Oh, here it is. Okay, my question's for the choreographer. The Die Hard Ballet was gorgeous. I would love to hear your thought process behind that. Okay, thank you. Hang on. Um, uh, thank you, but hang on. Um, okay, so actually, this is a really funny story. Hang on. Um, so actually, can you hang on one second? Um, so I was hired for this show, and I was so excited to make my choreography debut. 
And then there was no choreography necessary. And um, you might say, hey, it's your dad. He's the producer. He was trying to give you money in a more creative way. And I was like, but wait, I am a choreographer. This is my real job. And so I said, daddy, what if there was a dream ballet as every good old timey musical has and so I said daddy please if you shan't let me have a dream ballet during the die hard sequence then I shan't be coming home for Thanksgiving and he said okay and then I cried and (laughs) hang on and now hang on and daddy hang on I I was calling her bluff I did it bad. I didn't mean to make her cry. But it was really good, huh, Dad? I never liked seeing her cry. Dad, did you love it? Yeah, it was... Dad, isn't it your favorite part? Dad, tell me it's Are you coming to Thanksgiving? It's over. What? It's over. We started lording next year's Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I'm a devious little one. Yes, I love that it was my favorite part. Yeah. Thank you. Good question. Thank you so much. That's a question for the producer. I was wondering, did you guys have any legal problems clearing all the uh, information like Die Hard and... uh... And uh, He-Man. Bruce, you want to answer this? For the show. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, uh, well, uh, fun fact is uh, uh, we did our research and we made sure that uh, everything uh, went into um, uh, the, the uh, what, do you, what do you call when the, um, there's no more copyright on it? Oh, like, uh, uh, we checked to make sure Die Hard was public domain. Public oh. domain. That's <laughs> the word I'm looking for. I am sorry. Uh, I'm doing, uh, I got the opposite of a word a day calendar uh, recently. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Wait. What is that? It's like one of those. Uh, oh, it's one of those new calendars where it's like it's got drugs in it, and you just don't re- you don't remember things so good after you do it. Yeah. It steals a word every day, much like uh, the never-ending story to also public domain. Hi, I have a question for the props master. In the vases song, when the vases were all flying across the screen, on, uh, across the stage on the different ropes and everything, what was the vase budget? Did any of them break? Yeah, so many of them broke. <laughs> Which was nice because there's only something that I like more than a vase that is whole, and that is a vase that is fractured and in many, many pieces all around the ground. But there was no need for that in the show. So I kept all the little tiny pieces and I assembled them into a sort of bigger, wider, fatter vase that you would know as a bucket to collect the rain. And the writer saw this and he said, what is a vase but a weird bucket? And he put it into the thing. Um, So the vases were very breakable, very dangerous, and some of them, because we wanted to make sure that we were doing this in a very fancy way, had more expensive things hidden inside them. So half of the vases that broke had Fabergé eggs inside of them. (laughs) Half of them have live birds, which I'm sure you saw kind of fly out in a way. Some of them are endangered. They're all fine, don't worry. But they're free now. We don't know where they are. Uh, But to answer your other question, we are massively over budget every night. Yeah, I, I see uh, two loose ends that I'd, I'd like to see cleaned up. Uh, the first is in going through the credits. Oh, good. Okay, so more of a note. Sure. Is that a question? Would love it. Yeah. Oh, a, I, it, it will be a question. Oh, I, I'm you. sorry, guys. I, I, I invited my uh, brother here to give me some notes uh, <laughs> on my performance uh, during it, and uh, I told him to just go crazy. Yeah. Sure. Love it. Thank you. Uh, in going through the credits, I found no mention of a canary wrangler. Did you mm. have a canary wrangler? Uh, it actually uh, was not a canary. Uh, it was a dachshund that we painted yellow. 
Yeah. And, and the second, the, the, with, with the matter of this uh, Ace hardware key that would not unlock the front door. Yes. Did the cat survive? Oh, yeah, because I paid a locksmith hundreds of dollars to immediately open the door and feed my cat. I'm relieved. Thank you, me too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the important thing to remember, if you're, like, thinking of, like, wait a second, why did they introduce that aspect and never resolve it, is they are dead the whole time. So... It is important to remember since they are dead the whole time. And you're like, does that make sense? The answer is, well, yes, of course it does, because they're dead the whole time. They're dead the whole time. Uh... With all the protesters outside, what say you to the critics who claim that the production is in the pocket of Big Peacock? I think that peacocks are wonderful. I, I, we uh, we don't have a bad peacocks. thing to say about peacocks. And it's not because we're getting a lot of money, okay? It's because independently we've come to our own conclusion that they are very good and beautiful and should be our overlords. They're not... They're not scary. Um, nope. If you see one and it tells you to do something, you should probably just do it. Yeah, and don't, like, enter into a blood pact that you think is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> they do They do sort of know best. Yeah, that's what... Here's the thing is, like, you know, sometimes it's better to just, like, mm, listen and say, oh, yep, that's what your life is now, and it's great, and you are happy about it. Mm -hmm. But um, and we would never say otherwise. No, no, and not just because we physically can't, because our tongues have been mutilated. Um, so there is a peacock merch table in the back. Yeah, to buy that yes. peacock merch. Yes, please. Um, and yes. every uh, every dollar you spend goes to feeding our captive families. Yep. That. Boy, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, and it, it does seem we have time for maybe one more, maybe no more, maybe one more, maybe two more, maybe okay, one listen, more. Okay, listen, I know that peacock stuff was scary, <clears throat> and now we all feel their tiny but beautiful eyes on I us. Would, I would like to speak against Big Peacock. Okay, well, just... Well, maybe just, now is not the time or place for that. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, please, just, like, tread lightly and don't give your blood to any bird. I, <laughs> and don't mention the real frills on the tops uh, of their heads. They're peacocks. very sensitive terrorized my family house as I was growing up and they would they would wander across the yard I can tell from your visage that this is true place. but more important than that they would uh, impersonate our cats that were lost in the woods have you heard of peacock and heat uh, I don't I don't think that's true peacocks are great and good and let's sing the peacock national anthem everyone <laughs> would never give you hope that your cat is found. A peacock is good and wise. Peacocks, peacocks, give us your blood and live forever. Peacocks, peacocks, give us your blood and live forever. You cannot do a single bad thing if you are a peacock. If you are a peacock. Every single thing you bring is a good thing if you're a peacock. If you're a peacock. I don't really need my blood. Here you go. Take it freely. Have as much as you want, sweet peacock. Hello, peacock. Here is the address of my extended family. Blackmail, we are friends. Ha 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 ha. We're blood and live forever. 
should run away right now. Don't talk to the peacocks. Oh, God, they found me. My own guy. Please tell my family I love them. And be, get out. Get out while you still have time. Get out while you can. Oh, God. Oh, God, they're me. Hi, I'm back and normal, and everything's fine now. I don't need my blood. And thank you for joining us in that. Guys, we uh, we were dead the whole time. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Chicago Podcast Festival. We've had a great time. Thank you so much for being here. And um, yeah, you're great. We, and we love you very much. Thank you for coming out. Um, Nathan, where can, the, where can the people find you? Thanks so much for doing the show. Oh, uh, thank you. Now's um, the part where we stand and say Twitter handles. Oh. Uh, well, uh, I, uh, you can find me. I was, I'm so caught off guard by this. Um, uh, I can't improvise this myself. Um, uh, at Baby Wants Candy on uh, at Second City every Saturday night, we do two shows. Uh, it's there. Musical Improv so here in your city every week. Yeah. Go check it out. It's a musical Improv show. Uh, and uh, online uh, at Nathan Jansen uh, in all social media formats. Good job. Uh, yeah, Nathan Jansen on Twitter, Nathan Jansen on Facebook. Way to be uh, Nathan Jansen on Instagram, although on Instagram I am a 16-year-old soccer lover. So <laughs> do not let that fool you. That's definitely me. Uh, great. We're going to hang out for a little bit uh, in that corner. If you want to come say hi, uh, please do. If not, thank you for being here. And please stay warm in what is just so cold, we, I think. We're weak and from California. Thanks this so much for having us. <laughs> Good night. Thank you so much. Well, we told you we'd be back. And here we are. Good to, good to our word. Good, good to our good word. Good to our word. Oh, look, it's Paul F. Tompkins. Hi, everyone. It's me again. It's you again. For the God. last time I this year. here one more time. <laughs> well, Paul, thank you so much for being the holiday. <laughs> look, it's my pleasure. Uh, and your burden. And your burden and your cross to bear. <laughs> Pleasures are burdens. Everyone knows this. And it all adds up to a cross to bear. <laughs> Tis the season. Well, we thought, uh, listen, this one's coming out on the 31st. Yeah, man. So we People uh, are getting ready to go party. They're pre-gaming right now. They bought the very sparkly dress from Forever 21. And they're like taking some shots, but not too many shots. And they're, they're like- They're driving safely. Yeah, they're probably not driving at all. Or they're like, someone's a DD. Or they're like, maybe you're like, wait a second. What if we didn't show up? Because I'm exhausted. And that's okay, too. Yeah. That happens to me frequently. That happens to me every single time. <laughs> Some people are paying triple surge pricing for a ride share. And for you, we say we're sorry, but also thanks for being safe. And also that driver, ding dong. But hey, even if you don't. <laughs> I guess cha-ching is what I meant. <laughs> ding dong, you're making money. I had dollar signs in my eyes. Ding dong. Oh, ding dong. I'm taking it to the bank. Um, uh, oh, well, let's 
let's uh, let's send you off with some some happy wishes for the new year. I mean, ding dong is going to be one of those phrases you're going to be saying about money. But just so you can get a, a sort of jump on the new year, there's all sorts of hot phrases that are going to be <laughs> that are going to be great for you. Ding dong, ding dong is how we talk about getting rich in 2020. When you get to 20s and you're feeling funny, you'll say ding dong to that money. And when you are in an elevator and it goes straight to your floor, even though there's other people in the elevator, but it goes to your first, you say, more. And if you thought you were gonna get a parking ticket, but you get back in time, and you really should've got a parking ticket, but you got away with it, so sublime, well, you know on that little lucky day in 2020, there's only one thing you'll say, ooh, that's some Asparagus. goose. <laughs> And you will just say When you're watching a commercial And you're like, I think I know that guy And you guess their name And then you look him up on IMDb And you're right, you say Ooh, now that's my lasagna When you wake up and you're like Oh no, my alarm's about to go off In a minute or two But it's actually 4.13 And there are more Say things that are dumb. <laughs> you think that 2020, a year with so much promise, and the roaring 20s are back. Oh boy. That maybe you'd say some cooler things. Well, no, cut yourself slack. All the slang is getting dumber every day, so just enjoy the ride. Like when you're on a little roll ride, you'll say, You say in that instance is woohoo ho ho. And if you are taking your family out to a nice Italian dinner and they give your lasagna to someone else, that's when you say, Now that's my lasagna. Now that's my lasagna. producing the drums as good as they come. Give it up for our friend Nathan Jansen who made this a year ago. Give it up for <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins, the hero of the hour. And as we say at the end... Oh, of- hold on a second. 
give it up for Jess and Zach. Oh, Paul. Thanks, Paul. And as I mean, we, if people are giving it up as they're listening to this. They better give it up. <laughs> and give it up for 2019. It's done. Now, as we say at the end of every year. Now. When a new morning's done, ya. Yeah. Oh. Now that's my lasagna. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.